Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks Saturday, the 30th of May of the year 2020. On this day in 1381, the famous 1381 English peasant uprising began in Essex, due presumably to a lack of access to lip fillers and Botox among the poor. It's funny, because all the people I know from Essex are actually really urbane intellectuals, but the stereotype remains. And on this day in history in 1783, Benjamin Tower of Philadelphia published the first daily newspaper in the US. What a f***ing idiot. Who could possibly sustain that level of content production? (laughs) Celebrations today include National Creativity Day and World Multiple Sclerosis Day, so watch my special Savage on Amazon Prime. Your guest today is inspirational self-help guru, Glamazon and dick deflector, Tiff Stevenson. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Not deflecting so many dicks these days. They're really having to try. The creeps and perverts are having to come into my back garden to show them to me. So not as many, (laughs) not as many as usual. It's hard on the identity not being able to do your job properly, isn't it? I mean, are you even Tiff Stevenson if you're not batting away at least 15 unwanted penises a, a day? Oh, actually, there, there is the internet comments. I've forgotten about that, the YouTube comments. Someone sent me a message <laughs> uh, a couple of days ago to say they'd just wanked over a picture of me, which was so considerate, <laughs> so considerate of them to let me know. I could have lived, could I have lived without knowing that? Yeah, look, I assume it's going to happen. I just, why you need to message me and tell me is quite frankly baffling i mean unless it was a real achievement and this man has had a dormant um (laughs) penis for (laughs) five decades and you were the only person to stir him into life uh, and then he immediately impregnated his wife who's been longing for a child for 15 years 
I don't really understand why it's any of your business. I uh, like that you are glass half full or half a glass of waterfall. <laughs> You've seen that in a very rosy, optimistic light. I'm just thinking of some man sweating away in his mum's basement. But yes, you're right. It could be, there could be a positive spin to this sexual harassment. <laughs> yeah, half a glass of water is sufficient unto itself. As always, on the weekends, we take a step back from the cursed mirror that is the 24-hour news cycle and step into the salted pentagram that is the weekend magazine. Coming up today, we'll be doing a dance feature section as our top feature section in the weekend magazine. But first, some features in the weekend magazine we don't have time for. In the magazine today, Zoom Room Etiquette for the Regency Gentleman. From how to make significant eye contact with the one lady in the room who you want to make significant eye contact with, to how to drop a glove virtually. And <laughs> 10 uses for all the high heels you have in your cupboard that you'll never wear again. From pile of high heels to high heel soup. <laughs> and one of my favourite feature sections, uh, Diane Abbott's Secret Snacks. A double page spread with some really secret snacks. <laughs> That is all the time we have for your feature sections that we don't have time for now, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because how else will you know how to fill the hole in your soul? Is your baby too sophisticated for Spider-Man pyjamas? What about a relentlessly accurate period-specific set of cap a plate armour with full greaves and a priceless Damascus blade with baby-safe hilt grip? Try Clarence Darcy's horrifyingly accurate cosplay for babies. Clarence Darcy's horrifyingly accurate cosplay for babies has an <laughs> online store that you can drop on by for everything from tiny Roman togas to adorable little ball gowns that your baby can wear without fear. All costumes are poop-proof and hard-wearing with extra gussets in the belly for when your baby eats anything and its tummy goes alarmingly round. Clarence Darcy's horrifyingly accurate cosplay for babies. Dress your baby up now. Why not? It doesn't care and you might as well entertain yourself. <laughs> would you buy a horrifyingly accurate piece of cosplay for your baby? Uh, yes, I would. I mean, I feel like people do it anyway. People definitely do it with their pets. I've done it with Bumble. I bought a devil costume for him <laughs> off the internet and just dressed him up in it. So, and I think all the other neighborhood cats were really frightened. <laughs> we do project quite a lot onto our children and our kids. So it is interesting to see how people dress their kids and really get a, a glimpse into what they're trying to, to project. Honest, I don't think Bumble needs a, a devil costume to truly uh, express <laughs> the menace that he constantly projects. <laughs> He's a very loving cat. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> how dare I you? I fed him. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck keeping your fingers. And if you're camping in the wilderness with little equipment because you run away from home or work, you might feel helpless in the face of the big wild world. It's all a matter of preparation. Get a big plastic bag, put it over as many live tree limbs as possible and tie it off. Because the process of photosynthesis and plant respiration continues, while you sleep, condensation will gather and by morning you should have about half a glass of water. Half a glass of water, brought to you by Alice Fraser and Bear Grylls. Half a <laughs> glass of water. It's worth the effort. You do know tie one off can mean something very different. I'm just saying. <laughs> just I've never heard that before, but the way you said it, I think I know what it means. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And that's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top feature section. Your top feature section brought to you by Tiff Stevenson. Today is dance news. What's happening in the world of dance, Tiff? The world of dance. Well, TikTok is massive and everyone's dancing online. And so it's a very confusing time. I've realised recently that there are four stages of ageing. There is uh, being cool, uh, liking cool (laughs) stuff. Number three, not understanding cool stuff. And finally, four, becoming furious at cool stuff. So (laughs) I'm I'm at phase three because I don't quite understand the top tick but it doesn't make me angry yet. Um, so, you know, look, I've been, I've been on, I've watched a few things. It's, it's mainly people lip syncing stuff, which I'll, I'll be honest, it's better on RuPaul's Drag Race. They do it better <laughs> on there and the costumes are more exciting. And then there's, there's the fun competitive element to it. Uh, look, I put a few dance videos on Twitter before TikTok was a thing. I'm just saying, I put a video up of me dancing to Stevie Wonder's All Day Sucker. Got a lot of attention. Um, but I didn't need an app. <laughs> I didn't need an app to do it. Some of the wrong attention, I will say that. Um. Fond memories of successes in social media are probably the saddest reminiscences that you can take to your deathbed. Death. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But I did do the robot in it. I did do the robot, but there was oh. a lot of cleavage. Oh, well. So uh, I'll send you the video afterwards and uh, you can... I would love that. You can enjoy it. Like, I can tell you that I jerked off to it. <laughs> yes yes it was you wasn't it that sent me that message yeah i'm uh, oh my god she's asking for it with her all day sucker doing the robot and hitting my arm and it flipping back all around the other way um i would like to do one where i dance like the yeti in candy crush which is quite sexual i don't know if you've seen, <laughs> seen that um, the, 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 no, but again, I can imagine it. <laughs> the dancing uh, on TikTok always seems quite interpretive and mime-like, so they literally mime out the songs. And I think, but it's always like upbeat stuff. I think I'd enjoy it more if it was interpretive to like death metal songs. It doesn't always have to be upbeat. Let's just make some of it miserable. And I, there's a small part of me that thinks maybe I'm just jealous that these kids get to dance with their friends and they don't have to suffer awkward scenarios in clubs. Like in my 20s, I <laughs> took up salsa, salsa dancing, because I thought it would be a good way to meet hot Latin guys. And um, let me tell you, it wasn't. There weren't any hot Latin guys. It was just <laughs> it was just one guy from Wigan smelling of Fahrenheit and desperation who'd like greased up the soles of his loafer <laughs> so he could slide over and go, this is a crossbody lead. And you're like, I think I find that's penetration, mate. Back the f*** off. (laughs) There was always one dude who you sort of didn't want to dance with and then it was just being partnered up with the women. Women dancing together. (laughs) Learning hot... Like a girls' Catholic school. Yes. Hot, sexy moves. So, uh, yeah, so it's disappointing. I think I'm jealous that these these TikTok sort of videos involve people in their house or with their friends, like, doing cool stuff. They They don't have the indignities of the school disco or the indignities of the salsa club. I don't know. Did you enjoy the school dance, Alice? I refused to go on principle, I think. <laughs> did you sit in a tree and read a book? 
I may well have done. I really didn't like uh, school. Or let's put it this way, some parts of school really didn't like me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, there were opportunities. School discos were opportunities for you to get groped as a girl, mainly. I did once go to a a blue light disco in Lavender Bay where I watched a girl try to finger my brother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That's what you don't see every day. (laughs) It's very traumatic for all involved. What what did she... Okay, yeah. I mean, I've got an idea. I've got an idea. But I'm going to say maybe that's, you know, maybe Henry wasn't... Look, maybe he loved it. Maybe... Who knows? (laughs) You would have had a conversation with him afterwards. Maybe it was eye-opening for him. (laughs) <laughs> traumatic for you but yeah so basically i mean i mean everyone's been on tiktok sometimes people are like this is in poor taste there's one tiktok dance where where um you know hospital staff are like carrying a body through and it says covid on it and they're doing a dance with it you know but who are we to decide what poor taste is in a world where Boris Johnson and Donald Trump are the leaders. Well, I mean, the thing to remember about uh, TikTok is that while you're doing your fun little dance videos, uh, you're also sending literally all of your data to uh, an unaccountable Chinese company. Yes, yes, that's what I want to (laughs) do. Yeah, and as someone who studied uh, Chinese law as my elective in law school, I've got to say it is very beautifully written law, which doesn't necessarily always translate into real-life enforcement of those laws. Yeah, that is ugly as shit. Um, That is is some ugly, ugly... Like, there's firewalls, isn't there? There's there's very much a... I mean, we can get into suppression of speech, but... uh, I did the expo there many years ago. I was I was out there for a couple of months. And uh, every day when we went into the expo to perform, they would check our outfits. And you weren't allowed to wear T-shirts with slogans on them in case they were anti-government propaganda, which is, um, mm. you know, what would we do here? We wouldn't be able to put on those. I've this always is... said that about your tits, Tiff. Very anti-government <laughs> Anti- tits. Very anti-government tits. A lot of anti-government guts as well. You know, just the guys unable to wear their T-shirts with cool shit written on them. Like, Jesus is coming, look busy. (laughs) Or uh, this is what a feminist looks like. (laughs) Taking her T-shirt off at the gates. of an expo yeah thank you for our top feature section today that's all the time we have for the top feature section because now it's time for your letters to the editor your letters to the editor now and remember you can send a letter to the editor at the last post at something else.com dear alice and guest that's you today tiff I would like to thank Anavab for the legal advice he gave me recently after the unfortunate mishap on the Martian penal colony ship. I've decided to avoid life consequences by drifting in space forever, but I am curious about how Anavab litigates his cases given the average 12-minute time lag between Earth and Mars. Surely it must make reposts very difficult. Yours driftingly, Barry. P.S. Good luck to you, Christopher. Uh, Thank you so much for that letter, Barry. I will have to ask Anavab next time I see him, but I'm pretty sure that he generally, uh, for important cases, tends to travel to Mars and litigate them there. Though, of course, given that the Mars uh, for-profit prison colony is constantly in a state of revolt, he often has to bring his own weaponry and space armour. So uh, litigating cases becomes a lot more um, tactile than it is here on Earth. And again, thank you for that letter, Barry. Remember, you too can send a letter to the editor at thelastpost at somethingelse.com. 
Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We are here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Subscribe to get a new version of this podcast every day and go to the feed to see all the old versions stretching back in time. Listen to them and they'll make these ones make a little bit more sense. If you enjoyed Tiff's work today as a dick deflector and comedy proponent, go back to episode 53, episode 64, episode 66 or episode 70. Some fantastic work there. Thank you so much again for your work today tiff have you got anything to plug i would like to plug my instagram where i'm doing old rope every monday night so go check that out it's tiff stevenson comic old rope is a great show it's a lot of fun it's halfway between stand up and just a great chat with tiff yes thank you (laughs) the last post is a something else alice fraser and bugle podcasts production i am alice fraser find me online at at alliterative on twitter and instagram that's a-l-i-t-e-r-a-t-i-v-e or commit to the full alice fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash alice fraser for behind the scenes look at my glamorous life the executive producer of this podcast is christopher d skinner his adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are harriet wells and ped hunter as they and we always say good luck to you christopher and i'll talk to you again tomorrow Hello, I'm Jay Rayner and I host the Out to Lunch podcast where I take fabulous guests out for lunch and grill them to a turn. For now, whilst lockdown reigns supreme, we're staying in for lunch instead and we've got great company. Fascinating people share only the best takeaways with me over webcam. Great food and insightful conversation with the likes of Gary Neville, Sharon Horgan, George Ezra and Dieter Von Tees. If you Have you ever had a cream pie in the face? No! So if you, like me, enjoy food and are missing restaurants, subscribe to Out to Lunch with Jay Rayner, available wherever you get your podcasts.